Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 20th episode of the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast. My name is Joe Kalk. I am a life awareness coach, Reiki master, author, and speaker. Today's episode is the first fundamental question of life. To participate on a panel to discuss the question in an open mic call-in forum, call 646 564 9667 now. First, I want to share my life purpose statement. The purpose of my life is to be present, joyful, and compassionate, and to share my joy, make a difference, and be a role model to others that, by changing some of their internal beliefs and judgments, they can also make a difference in the world. My ultimate goal is the global enlightenment and peace on our earth, our physical reality through the awakening, awareness, and action of its people in transforming our beliefs about each other and the earth. I'm not alone in having this goal of peace on earth, but my approach is a bit different. I am enlightening the earth from within. During this podcast series, please be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. This is the fourth in a series of seven podcast episodes in which one of seven questions is announced, followed by call-in listeners who wish to participate in an open mic discussion of the question. The questions are called the seven simple questions and were introduced by Neil Donald Walsh in his book, Storm Before the Calm. Mr. Walsh states, quote, the following inquiries made in the depth of our own soul and used by us to invite others into their own soul searching could change the world, unquote. I and everyone else have been given explicit permission by Mr. Walsh to use the seven simple questions in our work, to share the discussions around the questions that could change the world. I thank Neil Donald Walsh for his waiving of copyright protections for us to freely engage in the seven simple questions that invite our own soul searching. Please call in at 646-564-9667 to discuss the following question first proposed by Neil Donald Walsh in his book, Storm Before the Calm. The first fundamental question of life. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? First, Neil Donald Walsh's discussion of this question. As he observes it, he has a couple of choices when it comes to how he thinks of himself. He also observes that there is no right way to answer this question. 
Choice one, he could conceive of himself as a chemical creature, a logical biological incident. That is the logical outcome of a biological process engaged in by two older biological processes called his mother and his father. If he sees himself as a chemical creature, he would see himself as having no more connection to the larger processes of life than any other chemical or biological life form. Like all the others, he would be impacted by life, but could have very little impact on life. He certainly couldn't create events, except in the most remote, indirect sense. He could create more life. All chemical creatures carry the biological capacity to recreate more of themselves. But he could not create what life does or how it shows up in any given moment. Further, as a chemical creature, he would see himself as having very limited ability to create an intentioned response to the events and conditions of life. He would see himself as a creature of habit and instinct with only those resources that his biology brings him. He would see himself as having more resources than an ape or a dolphin, but in those cases, perhaps not all that many more, because his biology has gifted him with more. Yet, that is all he would see himself as having in terms of resources. He would see himself as having to deal with life day by day, pretty much as it comes, with perhaps a tiny bit of what seems like control based on advanced planning, but he would know that at any minute anything could go wrong and often would. Another option, choice two. He could conceive of himself as a spiritual being inhabiting a biological mass, what he calls a body. If he saw himself as a spiritual being, he would see himself as having powers and abilities far beyond those of a simple chemical creature, powers that transcend basic physicality and its laws. He would understand that these powers and abilities give him collaborative control over the exterior elements of his individual and collective life and complete control over the interior elements, which means that he would have total ability to create his own reality because his reality has nothing to do with producing the exterior elements of his life and everything to do with how he responds to the elements that have been produced. Also, as a spiritual being, he would know that he is here, on the earth that is, for a spiritual reason. This is a highly focused purpose and has little to do directly with his occupation or career, his income or possessions or achievements or place in society, or any of the exterior conditions or circumstances of his life. He would know that his purpose has to do with his interior life, 
and that how well he does in achieving his purpose may very often have an effect on his exterior life. For the interior life of each individual cumulatively produces the exterior life of the collective. That is, those people around you and those people who are around those people who are around you. It is in this way that you, as a spiritual being, participate in the evolution of your species. His decision. His answer to question number four, first fundamental question of life, quote, I've decided that I am a spiritual being, a three-part being made up of body, mind, and soul. Each part of my tripart being has a function and a purpose. As I come to understand each of these functions, each aspect of me begins to more efficiently serve its purposes in my life. He continues, I am an individuation of divinity, an expression of God, a singularization of the singularity. There is no separation between me and God, nor is there any difference except as to proportion. Put simply, God and I are one. He continues, this brings up an interesting question. Is he rightly accused of heresy? Are people who believe that they are divine nothing but raving lunatics? Are they, worse yet, apostates? I wonder, he wondered. So he did a little research. He wanted to find out what religious and spiritual sources had to say on the subject of being one with God. Here's some of what he found. Psalm 82, 6. I have said, gods ye are, and sons of the Most High, all of you. John 10, 34. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law, I said, ye are gods. Sri Swami Krishnananda Saraswati Maharaj, a Hindu saint. God exists. There is only one God. The essence of man is God. According to Buddhism, there ultimately is no such thing as a self independent from the rest of the universe. This is the doctrine of anatta. Meanwhile, the ancient Chinese discipline of Taoism speaks of embodiment and pragmatism, engaging practice to actualize the natural order within themselves. Taoists believe that man is a microcosm for the universe. This concept was first laid out in the Emerald Tablet of Hermes in the famous words, quote, that which is below, 
corresponds to that which is above. And that which is above corresponds to that which is below to accomplish the miracles of the one thing, unquote. So that is his answer to the fourth question. He is an outpicturing of the divine. He is God in human form. So too, of course, are we all. That's the end of Neil Donald Walsh's response. Now to my response to the question, who am I? I believe I am Source wearing a physical bodysuit on the physical playground earth to experience contrasts, make choices, and expand Source, the universe, through knowing myself as an integral part of Source. I and all others created this reality to experience the all of everything as being one as source, experience others as connected and cooperating for the benefit of all, and enjoying and having fun while living, thinking, and doing all that and more. Who am I? I am one as source. I am source. And so are you. Some thoughts and concepts we have discussed in previous podcasts in this series that relate to this question of who am I? One, we are one as source. We are source. Two, we are pure source energy having a physical experience on playground earth wearing body suits to gain the full sensation of physicality. Three, our soul extends out forever, joining with other souls as the one soul of source. We are freed from the belief of being separate, isolated, physical beings apart from source. Four, we were all born with gifts of love, joy, and positive self-attributes. We still have those gifts, which may be buried under other people's beliefs, opinions, attitudes, and thoughts that we accepted as our own. Five, happiness is within you. You need not search for it elsewhere. Six, all people are equal and unique. Seven, they aren't for us. They aren't against us. They are us. Eight, other people are reflections of ourselves. Nine, we always have choices. We can choose fear or we can choose love. We can have preferences, but not judgments. We can have preferences, not prejudices. Teach only love 
as your go-to response to all events. Change your viewpoint. See the world as you want it to be, not as you think or fear it is now. And 10, we are in a waking dream. We are living a dream, believing what we are seeing, hearing, touching, smelling, and tasting are solid, visible, and real. We are awakening from this dream of believing we are tiny, insignificant, separate physical beings living on a tiny, insignificant physical world unable to effect change and being separate from source. That is the waking dream and that is what we are awakening from. So that is who am I. Let's look at this week's tools, activities, and summary. Tools. One, be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. Two, we are all one as source. We are all pure energy wearing body suits for our adventure in physicality on playground earth. Three, Replace fear with love, knowing that we are all source. Four, we are all connected with each other, with animals and plants, and with the earth and the universe. We are not our bodies. We have bodies, body suits, to experience contrasts, make choices, and create our own reality. Five, by changing within, we become the change in the world. And six, we are all part of the global shift in consciousness that is occurring right now. Activities. There is an action. There are two actions that Neil Donald Walsh would hope that you would take. One, look at this question, who am I, deeply. Not once, but every day. The first thing in the morning and the last thing at night. For one year solid. Look at the question and give yourself the answer that feels true for you in that moment. Do not tailor the answer to what you think an enlightened being would say. Let your answer be your truth. And your answer can change every day. Two, give yourself permission to move your conversation with others into this important area. After discussing the three persistent questions 
of which who am I is the first persistent question, gently invite the exploration into the look at this most profound inquiry. My suggested activities, one, envision the earth as a giant playground in which we all play as pure energy beings having a physical experience. Imagine working together with others, with animals and plants and with the earth, as with all of us as one as source. Two, imagine no longer living in fear. Imagine seeing everyone as us. Imagine being calm, knowing we are source energy in a bodysuit of our own creation in the playground earth of our own creation, within the multiple universes of sources creation. Three, think about what changes a love-based world would provide. What would you love doing that brings you joy and is of service to others? How would the world appear if everything and everyone were viewed from love instead of fear. Summary. There are some points that Neil Donald Walsh hopes that you will remember. One, the question of who you are is the most important question of your life. Who you are is the most important question of your life. Two, there is no right way to answer the question. And three, you have a couple of choices when it comes to how you think of yourself. His two examples were as a chemical being, a biological being that is uh, has no control over the external conditions happening to him or that he is source and in a body. My summary. One, we must awaken from this dream. We must stop living this dream that we are victims of this world. We created this world from love and joy. We can return this world to love and joy when we remember we are all one as source. Two, to change the world, we change our beliefs, attitudes, thoughts, actions, and reactions from within ourselves as pure source energy surrounding a bodysuit. Three, we replace fear with love in every situation. Before you respond to any situation, any action, think for a moment how to respond with love rather than fear. Four, Imagine working together with others, with animals and plants, 
and with the earth as one as source. Imagine it. Imagine working together, the whole world working together with the earth because we are all one as source. And five, the global shift to peace on earth is occurring now. Now. We are choosing to take part in the transformation. You are welcome to visit my website at joecalk.com. That's J-O-C-A-L-K.com. Under the podcaster menu item, click on the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey link. I have added a bibliography of books that have inspired me, and I will be expanding that bibliography soon. Those books have inspired me and resonate with my beliefs. I have also added new pages containing the text of the previous podcast and will add the text of this podcast for you to review as you wish. In addition, Blog Talk Radio has recorded, saved, and makes available all the episodes of this Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast series, so you can replay an episode whenever you choose. Please visit www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash living a dream. That's www.blogtalkradio. That's blogtalkradio as one word dot com forward slash l i v i n g a d r e a m living a dream as one word. To see the list of episodes and listen to those that have been recorded or listen to a new podcast as it is being broadcast. If you have a question or comment, please contact me at joe at joecalk.com. That's J-O at J-O hyphen C-A-L-K dot com. I look forward to hearing from you. The next podcast is the second fundamental question of life. I will ask the fifth of Neil Donald Walsh's seven simple questions from his book, Storm Before the Calm. As this week, next week will be held in a question and answer open mic forum. Please call in next week and add your voice to this discussion of each of these seven important questions which invite deep soul searching and could change the world. I hope you will join me here next Tuesday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific U.S. time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Until then, this is Joe Kalk signing off. Blessings to all of us dreamers on our transformational journey. Good night. Thank you.